listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer productions. This past weekend, it was the MGM Theater of the Air with a light comedy about a small town girl who finds romance in the world of the big city publishers. It's called Three Loves of Nancy. And if you want to hear more and help support I Love Old Time Radio, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Tuesdays is all about the adventures on My Friend Irma. Today's episode was originally aired on February 6, 1950, some nine months after last week's episode, and it's called Monkey Business. For the safety of your smile, use Pepsodent every day. See your dentist twice a year. Lever Brothers Company presents the Pepsodent Show, My Friend Irma, created by Cy Howard and starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. Friendship, friendship, just perfect friendship when other friendships have been forgot. Theirs will still be hot. Some friends of mine just had a baby girl, and it's the cutest little thing you ever saw. She has blonde hair and big blue eyes and a darling smile. Of course, all she can say is goo-goo, which doesn't make any sense, reminding me of another little girl with blue eyes and blonde hair, my roommate, Irma Peterson. Of course, Irma's 24 years old, and she doesn't say goo-goo, but believe me, the things she says make less sense. <laughs> Maybe you think I'm going a little overboard on this thing Well, let me tell you what happened the other day We were walking home from the subway When we saw a policeman giving a man a ticket For parking near a hydrant So, Irma had to put in her two cents worth uh, Officer, you have no right to give that man a ticket Is that so? Irma, uh, let's go uh, hmm? Nothing doing I don't think it's fair. Yesterday, a fire truck was parked four hours in front of that hydrant, and nobody gave them a ticket. <laughs> what could I do? What could I do? Make apologies to the policeman by telling him that Irma has a lot on her mind? Of course it's true. She does have a lot on her mind. The trouble is the lot is vacant. <laughs> well... 
There's no sense in thinking about things like that now. This is my day to relax. Sunday morning. We're just lounging around the apartment, taking it easy. Jane. Oh, yeah, sweetie. Aren't Sundays wonderful? Oh, they sure are, honey. I wish they came on Monday so we wouldn't have to go to work. <laughs> Sunday came on Monday. What would you do with Monday? Oh, drop it. We just have a six-day week. Yeah. You like that better? Oh, much better. Then if we bought a half a dozen donuts, it would come out even. <laughs> Very interesting. Maybe we could get Einstein to work on a theory of donativity. <laughs> oh, honey, let's leave the calendar the way it is. Your boyfriend, Al, has come close enough to making every day in the week a day of rest. I wish you wouldn't talk that way about Al. You don't know him like I do. Why, I've sat on the couch with him night after night, and I know he has ambition. He has? Yes. Someday he hopes to become a millionaire. Forget it, kid. They've changed the locks at Brinks. <laughs> well, come on, honey. We'll have some coffee, huh? All right, Jane. Uh, I'll get the butter out of the stove. Hold it. You put the butter in the stove? Why? Well, I put the toast in the oven to keep it warm. We always have butter with the toast, so I thought... Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, just bring it on. Oh, Jane, we've been robbed. What? The butter's gone. There's nothing in here but this yellow dish. Oh. <laughs> Never mind, honey. I'm going out to the Sunday papers. Maybe I'll have coffee at the drugstore. Bye. That's terrible. What's that? You'd like me to come at once? Well, I, I'd like to, but but I'm not dressed. Uh, besides, I don't know anything about putting out fires. Why don't you call somebody in the business? No, no, this isn't the fire department. <laughs> I'm Irma Peterson. Uh, oh, goodbye. Come in. Hello, Irma, dearie. Oh, hello, Amber. Come in. <laughs> What have you got there, little monkey? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't he adorable? Oh, yes. <laughs> What's his name? Penrod. Oh. How cute. Well, where did you get him? Well, dearie. I have a new boyfriend, Sam. He's a sailor, and he gave me this monkey to take care of until he comes back from the Philippines. Well, I'll bet he's swell company. Yeah. And when we rumba, everybody stops to watch us. Oh, that must be fun to see. I'll turn on the radio. No, Emma, not the monkey. I'm talking about Sam. <laughs> I gotta watch him, though. He wants to hug every girl he sees. Who, the monkey? No, Sam. <laughs> He's very polite, and he has awfully good manners. Who's Sam? No, the monkey. <laughs> but he's hoping I'll say yes. Who's Sam or the monkey? My father. <laughs> He's crazy 
about Sam. That's why you gotta help me, Irma. Why? Well, Sam is sailing for the Philippines today, and he left Penrod with me. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Sam wants to see if I'm the maternal type, and he says if I take good care of Penrod, he'll marry me when he comes back, and I can have a baby of my own. <laughs> I wish that had happened to me and Al. It'd be so nice to have a man to come home to after a hard day's work. <laughs> yeah, dearie. But I'll tell you why I came here. I have to move because they don't allow no pets. So I was wondering if you take care of Penrod for a couple of hours while I find another room. Gosh, Amber, I, I don't know. When Jane comes back and sees me here with a monkey, she may not like it. Uh, you know how critical she is of my friends. Yeah, I know That snooty thing But you're the only one I got, Irma You gotta do it It means my whole future Well, if it's only for a couple of hours I guess it'll be all right Oh, dearie, you're a real friend Uh, look, Irma He heard what you said He's happy Here, I'll put him on your shoulder Look, he's got his arms around your neck. Oh, I must remind him of his mother. (laughs) Well, I gotta be gone. Thanks a million, dearie. Goodbye. Gosh, I wish I knew. Wish I knew what you were saying. And maybe you're hungry. Oh, I know. You're chattering because you're cold. Oh, here, I'll wrap you up in this blanket. There you are. Hi, sweetie. I got the papers. Oh! What's the matter? What's the matter, Jane? That blanket. It's coming toward me. Oh, don't be frightened, Jane. That's only a monkey. I'll show you. See? A monkey? Oh, no, Irma, how do these things happen? I was only out of the apartment five minutes. Please, Jane, don't be upset. I know you're not supposed to have pets in the apartment. Well, then why did you do it, Irma? It was sort of an emergency. Why don't you look at it this way? Like one of your relatives dropped in unexpectedly. (laughs) Irma Peterson, I don't know where you got this animal, but you've got to take it right back. Oh, please, Jane, it's only for a couple hours. Amber Lipscott is a friend of mine, and I'm doing it for her. Oh, sweetie, if Mrs. O'Reilly comes up here and finds us playing nursemaid to a monkey, she'll throw us out. Oh, please, Jane, I'll keep Penrod real quiet. Penrod? Oh, oh! Look, he knows his name. He jumped on your head. Irma, get him off. Do you hear me? Get him off me. All right, Jane. Hurry up. He doesn't want to go, Jane. He likes you. Oh, he likes me. Then tell him to stop choking me with his tail. Oh, no. Maybe that's Mrs. O'Reilly. What am I going to do? He won't get off my head. Here, Jane, put this hat on. It's only me, Professor Kropotkin. Hello, Janie and Irma, my two little... Janie, what's that in your arms? Did Mrs. O'Reilly have a baby? It's a monkey. Penrod, meet Professor Kapotkin. How do you do, Penrod? 
please accept my apologies for making Mrs. O'Reilly a member of your family. <laughs> oh, he looks hungry, Jane. Uh, I think... <laughs> I think I'll make him a couple of scrambled eggs. No. No, Irma, get that bowl of fruit out of the icebox. I'm sure bananas are more in his line. All right. Oh, Professor, I don't know how Irma gets into these things. There's no telling what can happen with a monkey running around the apartment. Uh, what worries me is monkeys are always imitating people, and if he starts doing the things that Irma does, well, that's no future for even a monkey. <laughs> Here's a bowl of oranges and bananas. Wow. Look at him go at that fruit. I haven't seen anybody eat that fast since the last time Al came here for dinner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's the matter, Jamie? That might be Mrs. O'Reilly. If she sees the monkey, we'll be in trouble. Don't worry about it. If she sees the monkey, she'll think she's looking in the mirror. <laughs> Who is it? It's me, Al. Oh, come on in. Hiya, chicken. Oh, Jane, Professor, and Miss... Hey, where'd you get the monkey? Oh, look what he's doing now. Yes, he's taking all the fruit out of the bowl and hiding it under the piano. <laughs> Al, are you sure you and this monkey haven't met before? <laughs> Never mind the cracks. Well, what's his name, chicken? Oh, uh... Penrod, I'm minding you for Amber Lipscott. How come? Well, her boyfriend's going back to the Philippines, and if Amber shows him she's a good mother to Penrod, Sam will marry her when he gets back. She's a cute little guy. Give me up, Penrod. Oh, Al, you have a lot to learn. You have a lot to learn before you can become a father. You never hold a baby by his tail. <laughs> Look at the expression in his eyes. You know, it's almost human. It's no wonder some people think man is descendant from the monkey. You know, that gives me hope. Maybe someday I'll have enough money to get out of that room of mine and live in a tree. <laughs> oh, look, Al. Look, Al, he's tugging at your coat. Yeah. I think he wants to go for a walk. Hey, you mind if I take him down to the corner and show him to the boys, chicken? Oh, all right, Al, but uh, take good care of him. Now, here's a leash, his hat, and his muffler. Guy dresses better than I do. <laughs> See y'all later. Come on, Penrod, let's go. I feel just as though I'm married, seeing my husband off to work and my boy off to school. You got it a little mixed up, Irma. The boy would be going to work and Al would be going to school to match pennies with the kids. <laughs> Again, Irma came after Penrod. My boyfriend's boat's been delayed, so he's going to be around town for a few more days. Oh, gosh, Amber, Al just took Penrod for a walk. He should be right back. Why don't you sit down? Al, thanks for your hospitality, Stacy. But I got a boyfriend waiting for me. And incidentally, kid, I don't see any guys hanging around your door. What's the matter, losing your grip? <laughs> Some people happen to be a little particular. Well, maybe you'll get lucky and find one that ain't. I'm <laughs> dearie, I'll be back later with my boyfriend to pick up Penrod. So long. How do you like that? 
Believe me, Irma, the next time that dame opens her mouth, I'm going to throw a piece of cheese in it. Oh, gee, I'm so glad you made up. I'll invite her to dinner some night. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Chicken, this is me, Al. Oh, Al, I'm glad you called. Amber was here and she's coming back with her boyfriend to pick up Penrod. Don't think I can make it, Chicken. Well, why not, Al? Where are you? In jail. In jail? Well, what happened? Was teaching the monkey an occupation. You know how to beg for money. You know how you know how monkeys knock on doors and climb through windows and amuse the folks and come out with change? Well, is that against the law? In this case, yeah. You see, Penrod was coming out of a window loaded with dough, and no one was home. <laughs> Film on teeth forms night and day. Pepsodent cleans film away. Well, maybe someday I'll write a book about what happened this morning from the time Irma and I went down to the jail to get Al and the monkey out. I think I'll call it Life in a Hardware Store. Because I spent this morning with a nut, a screwball, and a monkey I'd like to wrench. <laughs> it started when we arrived at the jailhouse. And I said, gee, you know, Irma, these jails give me the willies. Just look at all those bars. And Irma said... Yes, Jane, I can't understand it. You'd think with all these policemen hanging around, they wouldn't be afraid of burglars breaking in. <laughs> well, we finally got in to see Al and Penrod... I think they were getting a little stir-crazy Because when we got there, Al was sitting in the corner eating peanuts And the monkey was looking at a racing form <laughs> And Irma said Oh, Al, why do you always get in trouble like this? It was an accident Chicken, you don't think I'd be low enough to teach a monkey how to steal? Besides, you, you can't depend on him <laughs> Oh, shut up Wise guy Keeps asking for his lawyer. Well, we finally got them out of the clink. As soon as we were outside, I said, Now look, Al. Amber Lipscott's on her way over to our apartment. If we don't have this monkey back, by the time she arrives, there'll be mayhem. Well, let's not waste no time. We'll take this here cab. Wait a minute. Do you have the taxi fare? Well, no. Penrod and me got arrested too early. <laughs> well, I afford to go cross town by cab. I just started working again. You don't have to feel embarrassed, Jane. I don't mind riding in a bus. How are you going to get on a bus with a monkey? Simple. I'll just stick it under my coat like this. Here's the bus. Let's go. Okay. Step to the rear of the bus, please. Hey, Asha. We're all on. What's that noise, buddy? Uh... <laughs> That, that's me. I, I, I got asthma. Well, your asthma's got its hand in my pocket. Now get off, all of you. I wanted to die. I wanted to lift a manhole cover and slowly sink out of sight. <laughs> but fortunately...
Fortunately, a truck driver, a friend of Al's, came along. He drove us home. The fact that it was a fish truck and I had to use three quarts of sweet air to get back to normalcy, just one of the lesser details of this nightmare. But anyway, now we're home and we're waiting for Amber and her boyfriend to reclaim Penrod, who is at this moment sitting in front of the radio with Irma, listening to a giveaway program. Oh, now, now don't be so excited, Penrod. Even if you know the answer, you have to be called. <laughs> Irma. Yes, Jane? What time will Amber and that sailor be here? Oh, any minute. Oh, gee, that may be them. Who is it? It's me again. Quick, Jane, open up the door. All right. What's all the excitement, Professor? Jane, you got to hide that monkey right huh? away. Mrs. O'Reilly is on the warpath. Somebody told her they thought they saw you bringing a monkey into the apartment. Well, that's no reason for you to get all upset. I, I, I can explain to her that we're, we're just holding it for someone. Well, Jane, you know how strict she is about her tenants keeping pets. Yeah. She just gave the people in apartment 2A their notice because their little boy came home with a little baby turtle. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, what will we do? Well, I had to think fast. I told her you girls were taking care of a baby for a friend. A baby? Oh, thank goodness. That's probably Amber. You better play safe, Jamie. Yeah, all right. Who is it? It's me, Mrs. O'Reilly. I came to see the baby. Uh, 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 uh ju- just a minute, Mrs. O'Reilly. Um, I'm changing it. I mean, he isn't decent. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, chicken, take these clothes off that cupid doll I gave you and put them on Penrod. Now hurry. All right, Al. Now hold still, Penrod. This is no time to be ticklish. Oh, Jane. Jane, I don't know where to put his tail. Oh. <laughs> oh, be quiet. Just tuck it in somewhere. You know, when a baby's got a face like that, I think we should have as little light as possible. Al, pull down the shades. Right. Oh, gosh. I, I wish we had a, a bottle to put in his mouth. Well, uh, uh, how about this Coke bottle, Jane? No, no, no. Put a banana in his mouth to keep him quiet. Take him in the bedroom. Go on, go on. All right. What's going on in there, girls? Uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, c- come on in, Mrs. O'Reilly. Hello. Why is the apartment so dark? Uh, the baby. It's taking its nap. Oh, I'd love to see it. I adore babies. Who does it belong to? Uh, a friend of mine. My, what a strange sound. Why does he chatter like that? Uh, his father's a tobacco auctioneer. <laughs> the little darling. No, wait, Mrs. O'Reilly. Don't move. Well, what's the matter with you? The way the moonlight is streaking through your hair. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Why, Professor, this is so sudden. I never heard you talk like this before. <laughs> well, there comes a time in a man's life when he's got to take the bull by the horn. <laughs> Come on, Miss O'Reilly. Let's take a walk in the park. Oh, I'd love to, Professor. <laughs> Good, let's go. Come on. Oh, but first I want to take a little peek at the baby. Come on, you look too, Professor. You know, someday we might have one just like it. <laughs> if we get married, anything could happen. <laughs> I'll go into the bedroom. No, 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 no. You, 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 you might wake him up. No, uh, I tippy-toe. 
Hi, it's dark in here. Oh, there's the little dear. I can't see very well, but he looks so hairy. <laughs> Tragic accident. Had a nearsighted nurse and she put hair tonic in his milk. <laughs> I don't understand. You keep saying he and yet he's wearing a dress. Yeah, well, uh... But we, we, we don't want to influence the child. We, we want him to make his own decision when he's old enough. Come in. Hello, everybody. I want you all to meet my Sam. Ain't he handsome, Emma? Show them your tattoo, Sam. First, I want to see Penrod. Where is he? Oh, so you're the lucky couple. Well, I didn't get a good look at your little one, but I'm sure if he resembles either one of you... You can be very proud of him. Hey, this day must be off for trolley. Where's the monkey? Monkey? Uh, 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 <laughs> that, that's, that's just an affectionate term for the child. You, you know, like, like I sometimes say to Al, you dog. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just one of those things, you know. Say, look, we left the monkey here. No, no, Amber, you left your baby here. That's Kayanke, your Aby Bay, Aby Bay. Ha! <laughs> You're a dear friend of Irma's, and you wouldn't want her to get in trouble with Mrs. O'Reilly just because you carelessly used phrases like monkey when you meant baby. Would you? Uh. Oh! Oh, yeah, of course. How crazy of me. We'll never use that expression again. Emma, dearie, will you bring the baby out now? We gotta go. All right, Amber. Really, Amber, you didn't have to bother explaining because I know the girls wouldn't have the nerve to bring a mon monkey into this apartment. Oh, of course not. Amber? What, dearie? I can't get the baby. Why not? He's walking on the ceiling. <laughs> Remember, film-removing Pepsodent toothpaste helps stop decay before it starts. You see, tooth decay is caused by acid. Acid that's glued to your teeth by film. This acid is formed by the action of mouth bacteria on many foods you eat. However, brushing with Pepsodent toothpaste after eating helps stop decay before it starts. Helps protect you from needless cavities, pain, and expense. So have every member of the family start fighting tooth decay right now. Get the big new economy size Pepsodent. Five full ounces, almost a third of a pound, for only 59 cents. That's extra value, extra savings. And you'll like Pepsodent's refreshing flavor. So fight decay and have brighter teeth and cleaner breath with film-removing Pepsodent. Remember, film never lets up. Film never lets up. Film never lets up. Film never lets up. Film on teeth forms night and day. Pepsodent cleans film away. Well, the smoke has cleared and all is serene once more in the Peterson Stacy menagerie. Amber and her sailor boyfriend got their monkey back, and Mrs. O'Reilly's feelings have been pacified. Of course, the price was high. Professor Kropotkin, after having told her that her hair was beautiful has had to take her to three movies. And she's made him promise to spend the next moonlight evening on the roof with her. 
As for Irma, this whole thing has given her a mother complex. She's knitting what is supposed to be a pair of baby booties. They must be at least size 12s. <laughs> Irma? Yes, Jane? Why did you make the socks so large? Well, it may be years before we get married and have a baby, so I thought Al could wear them in the meantime. <laughs> you know, it's things like this that make me think of another kind of a sock. <laughs> but then, who would want to harm anyone as sweet as my friend, Irma? My Friend Irma is a Cy Howard production. Park Levy writes the script with Stanley Adams and Roland McLean. It is directed by Mr. Howard and is brought to you by Pepsodent Toothpaste with Irium, another fine product of Lever Brothers Company. Marie Wilson is starred as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. The part of Al was played by John Brown. Hans Conried was heard as Professor Kropotkin and Gloria Gordon as Mrs. O'Reilly. Music was under the direction of Lud Gluskin. Want to know a secret? A rave home permanent is the way to get that man of yours to say. You're a lovely lady with lovely hair. You're a raving beauty, the fairest of the fair. Yes, the secret to lovelier hair is Rave, the new home permanent that's so fast yet so sure. Only Rave has the dial-a-wave chart to show you the fastest waving time for your kind of hair. With Rave, you get a sparkling, natural wave that stays lovely longer. Irium is Pepsodent's registered trademark for purified alpha sulfate. Tune in one hour earlier next week and listen to the Lux Radio Theater, followed by the Pepsodent show, My Friend Irma. Both brought to you by Lever Brothers Company. Wendell Niles speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Good old Professor Kropotkin. He must really love Jane and Irma by volunteering to take out Mrs. O'Reilly just to calm her down. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a review as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we join Detective Danny Clover in Broadway Is My Beat and join us again next Tuesday for more from my friend Irma. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>